0: Ladies and gentlemen, John Boulder here with an important warning. The level of bickering that Allie Goodman and myself engage in is only suitable for a trained, professional married couple with experience in years and years of having petty opinions about stupid things. Any attempts to engage at this level of bickering without proper training could result in nausea, discomfort, blurred vision, and even death. Thank you. And if you hear a strange sizzling noise in the background, it's because I couldn't be bothered to stop cooking in order to record this.
1: Big trouble in Little China. Who are you oh. going to call?
0: Jack, Jack Burton! Burton. Da, 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 da.
1: Welcome to A Match Made in Space. I'm Allie Goodman.
0: And I'm John Walter.
1: And we are a married couple showing each other the 80s movies of our childhood. And, and today...
0: We are talking about uh, Big, Big Trouble, Trouble in Little, in Little China, China, a movie that I decided to show Allie. Mm. Um, it was, of course, directed by John Carpenter. Uh, it was written uh, by Gary Goldman and David Z. Weinstein with an adaptation by W.D. Richter. And, uh, you know, May main stars include Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall, Dennis Dunn and the incomparable James Hong. Mm.
1: Yeah, so um so this was different
0: uh, yeah, you mean it didn't suck like a lot of the movies that uh, you recommend?
1: Well, sure, we can we can we okay, can say just, that. just checking. We can, we can say it didn't uh, suck. Sure. Uh, well,
0: let's start with our elevator pitch, and sure, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead. put that right to you, oh, thereby to giving me enough time to come up with an elevator oh, pitch.
1: Okay. Um. All right. Uh. It's like Ghostbusters, only all Zool.
0: All right. That's, that's good. That's good. Um, I was going to say um, it's, it's like Goonies, only kind of Temple of Doom.
1: Okay. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Good night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we trail off. <laughs> so uh, you know, Allie, I, I guess the be- the big thing now is for I I, I think you need to give us uh, your traditional plot synopsis, explaining every event that happened in this movie and why.
1: Oh God, no, you don't want that. You really? Oh, I don't. think I do. Oh no, you really? Yes, and me. Come on, come on. Yes, and me. Well, my problem is that my not only do my notes not uh, uh, have a, a full comprehension of this movie, but they don't even start right at the beginning, and they
0: because you were so enthralled by how amazingly awesome and it they was?
1: trail off about. I would say a third of the way through the movie. So so, uh,
0: so what you're saying is again you were so wrapped up in the story that you didn't so, feel the need to write anything down.
1: Yeah, wh- um in some cultures that might be the interpretation.
0: Okay. So um uh, yeah, um, you're not really helping me out no, here. No, no, no.
1: Don't you have some actors you want to talk <laughs> about? I mean, yeah, but I don't want to mispr- I don't
0: want to mispronounce the names. <laughs> oh, <so> that's the
1: <laughs> issue. Okay, so
0: you're. Having- okay, so uh, basically, this is a, this is a movie that, um, in a lot of ways, it, it has an it has a kind of an interesting history story. Well, not super interesting. It's not like Die Hard level interesting, where Frank Sinatra was going to be in the lead or anything like that. They did want to get, I think, Clint Eastwood in the lead at one point, or or some other action hero type people. Um, there was, I, I I remember reading that they were at least there's Wood and someone else uh, but of course kurt russell was who john carpenter wanted in the beginning and when when other people turned him down he went right back to his old mainstay cuz you know he's been kurt russell's been in i think four different carpenter movies he love he loves himself some, uh, yeah, some they, kurt, they, like they much they much, much like we all love ourselves some kurt russell I, I do would love assume. kurt
1: russell I will give you that you know,
0: and i this is a movie that basically at the time had you know mixed to poor critical reception and definitely poor box office reception, but has been kind of reappraised uh, over the years. Uh, the, the failure of this movie, actually, uh, and the failure of the, uh, the the studio to promote it, you know, because they didn't know what to do with it, uh, is one of the reasons that John Carpenter never worked on a studio film again. He all of his other films have since then have been independent films that have been distributed, you know, maybe through studios, but he he makes them himself now, you know, for better or for worse. On that front, but his, so he was, a la
1: self-publishing, kind of, but yes. in the film world, yes, exactly, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: He, and but again, a lot, of, a lot of it had to do with dealing with the fact that this is a very, this is a very confusing and crazy movie. I will admit, and it, 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 was, it's a comedy, but it's an action comedy, and it's also a martial arts movie, but it's all you know, and it's, it's, it's basically you know, like just a big cornucopia yeah, of crazy. I
1: think, I think what it, what it. I think I hit the nail on the head very early on in the movie of what it felt like to me which is interesting because it was sort of like I had it it, it hasn't it hadn't come to it's a great throw I'm going to start over again just just, um, hey 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 hey, hey. that is copyright me (laughs) my problem is that it really felt like I was watching a video game that's what it felt like, but not a video game that you, like. not like Ms. Pac-Man, which would have been, you know, around this time. But, but would you really want to watch
0: two hours of Ms. No, Pac-Man? No, that's what my
1: point is. It was more like, it's more like, uh, I don't know, I want I literally want to just totally date myself and make myself sound like and the Somebody's got to date you. Hello! Biggest dork in the world by 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 saying it. It literally reminded me of EverQuest because I felt like you walked in like oh you walked into this office and then boom now you can talk to this person and they and you you know you walk close enough to them and then you get their exposition and I feel like it was a lot of tongue in cheek about that and there's information and then you go over here and then you fight this guy and mm-hmm. then you get a group together and you all fight and then oh you have to run and hide and oh maybe you can resurrect them and like just crazy. I don't know. It felt very video gamey, which is, works perfectly when you're talking about the kind of genres, the the kung fu movie style, the martial artsy like feel, the the action comedy, um, the the fact that you you have a uh, you have sort of an not an he's not an anti-hero. He's just he's he's like, kind of not even a hero. He's not really a hero. Well,
0: let me let me tell you, um, I and I I'm fairly certain that Carpenter actually has said something about it to the to this effect. But the the trick with this movie is that, you know, this movie kind of subverts the trope of the white guy going into, like, the Orient and being the hero. Right. You know, and I'm using the Orient on, on purpose because that's kind of, you know, like, it has that Orientalism thing. But what this movie really is, is Jack Burton is not the hero of the movie and never was. Well, Jack it- Burton is a bumbling sidekick who thinks he's the hero and acts like the hero— You know, uh, Wang is the hero. Wang Chi is the hero. Yes,
1: and it's a great take on, you know, know, I mean, I want to kind of say, like, it kind of goes to, like, a political side in this, you know, that it's like, of course the white guy thinks he comes in and, like, fixes the problem. Exactly, yeah. And, but what's also interesting is that Carpenter sets us up for that because he sets us up with Egg at the beginning saying that, that, that their whole lives are better because of
0: Burton. Yeah, did you know also that scene was added at the studio's insistence because he, they, they, they wondered why anyone would, like, like to, to get people to understand the movie better. They thought, like, they needed a scene where, like, they, explain like, because otherwise it's, like, otherwise it's very clear that Jack is, like, why is Jack here and what on earth is, you know, like, you know, like, because he's basically, Jack is dragged through this whole story by just wanting to get his truck back. Yeah, you know that. Well, first he, he wants to money. get his money. And his money. Well, first he wants his money, and then he wants his truck. You okay, know? but here's
1: the other thing that I don't understand, and maybe because we didn't discuss it, you know, because when we watched it, it was like, okay, we're done. Let's, let's let's put our stuff away and move on. But my my question is this: Why does Egg have the ability to do the lightning?
0: because he's a mystic he has mystical abilities oh because we see that the yeah uh, they mentioned the, they the mentioned mention in passing that he is a he is also a magical person and, and he and helps and defend the people
1: and PS you guys if you're hearing a lot of banging that's our son he yeah, likes to we, throw we've locked ag- him in a box he likes to throw himself uh, against his bedroom door so um just FYI there's um that's you know, we, we shouldn't have
0: explained it. We should have just been cryptic.
1: Now, I wouldn't be cryptic because then people I'm gonna call edit, DCFS. I'm going to edit all of this If you out. do that, people will call DCFS. No,
0: because... We, no, if we, no, they wouldn't have known it was our son. They could have thought we were being attacked by Mongol hordes.
1: Mongol hordes.
0: Yeah, Mongol hordes. Led, led by a Khan of some sort.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like a Genghis Khan or a... Uh, Genghis Khan? That is actually the correct pronunciation. Is it? Yes.
1: Is it? Is it not? Or
0: a Kublai Khan. Okay. Or maybe just the con of uh <laughs> what, about, what about the con James- of Parma from Jim Carrey? What
1: about the James Con?
0: James Con, or what about James Hong, who, my God, managed to yeah. pad out that IMDb credit? You know, he needed all he needed as many IMDb credits as possible, you know. So he 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 did this movie. You know, did you
1: just segue us into? This movie again?
0: I was trying to get you back because I I knew you don't want to talk about this movie.
1: Why do you think I don't want to talk about it?
0: No, you were excited to talk about this movie, but at the same time, I I feel like you don't really want to talk about it because I don't think you understood it at all.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Are you saying that I don't have the capacity to understand a movie?
0: No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't think you understood this movie at all. You were incredulous the entire movie, like, and not in a way like, oh, yeah, you were incredulous like, what?
1: Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, thank you for crawling into my brain and being able to well, deduce exactly there what There was going plenty of room in there
0: because, wow. because it was big. You have a large brain. I'm calling you intelligent.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Not, I'm not saying anything about Oh, that. my
1: God. Where is my phone <laughs> calling the lawyer? I'm
0: trying to praise you <laughs> about your incredibly- one 800
1: What? Wait a minute. Is that a- what, is, is that a- <laughs>
0: Wait a minute! Is, is this a country song?
1: One eight hundred divorce. D o v
0: v o v i o r c. I don't know. I'm making it up.
1: Wow, You're re- re- you
0: keep on. You know, keep belittling on? me like this. Shh. This is why I'm the most. This is why I'm the favorite person on people's on the, on the podcast. are just, you, uh, hey, we get hey. a lot of feedback. We get a lot of feedback saying that Allie is too mean to me, and that we get a lot of feedback saying that Allie's too mean to me. That she doesn't let me finish sentences. You know, there's a lot of like, like a lot of them say like she, you know. Has like weird taste in music, and that she she probably should uh you know like maybe give me more back scratches and things like that. Um.
1: Hey, Twitterverse, <laughs> just FYI, um, do me a favor, those of you listening to this episode.
0: Ah, uh, you can't argue tweet. with the numbers. Tweet many of our you thousands truly of fans. Believe
1: with our legion of fan, tweet if you really agree with. Uh, Yo waltarian over here.
0: Yo waltarian <laughs> Am I am I Armenian?
1: <laughs> yes. Yo waltarian over here about uh all of the things that he just blabbled off. i just off trying to get I... out of my
0: bombing runs. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um whether you agree with that because I'm 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 feeling like you might be incorrect.
0: Uh, incorrect? Slightly. Incorrect being of course a uh, a uh, So let's talk about the very first Uh, note I I actually
1: took, which was literally, this is what it says, I have number 17, because that's our episode (laughs) number, (laughs) Big Trouble in Little China, and I have, and I don't think this happens until maybe 10 minutes into the movie, I have quotes over, son of a bitch must pay, that was the moment because oh the yeah. The rest of it was so what the f is going on over here? I that, that was after, I that was after started, the
0: car drove away in the uh, garage. So yeah, they yeah, that 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 had like I think like four major plot points had happened by that point. Yeah. So you probably were at least 3-4 minutes into the movie.
1: I mean, I was like jaw on the floor going, "I what? I don't even have the capacity to write things down." So, um This is oh oh and I did make this quip before I wrote it down and it might have been before the son of a bitch must son of a bitch must pay and that was this Um, the most 80s thing about this movie is John Carpenter, Kurt Russell and Kim Cattrall. Just the fact that the three of them have anything to do with this movie makes it the most 80s movie ever.
0: Oh, now come on. Until
1: the end of the movie. John Carpenter
0: directed at least one movie with uh with Kurt Russell outside of the 80s. Until the
1: <laughs> until the end of the movie during the ceremony in the oh, neon that's glorious. in the neon bespackled. Was mall. What I, remember
0: how I kept trying. With the, uh, the remember the how I kept trying during when we were planning our wedding to find a, a location that had, had a giant skull with green neon around it and like a huge Buddha statue. And I was like, "That's all I want for my wedding." And you were like, "I don't think we can get that." And then I was like, well, "What about like needles that we can jab into each other's wrists?" Uh, and uh, you know, and you were like, "No." That was why. I see. It wasn't It wasn't as I had told you before because that was an old Baptist tradition.
1: Well, it's a that good thing. A well, the the best part about that is that um we since we had no Baptistness happening at our wedding, that would have just been weird.
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, we secretly had a super Baptist wedding. Did Baptist we? weddings are exactly like Jewish weddings. That's what I told my family. Uh, like we call the chuppah the uh, the uh, marriage shed, and uh, when you step on the glass, uh, that's actually uh that's 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 like you're imaginarily breaking the sins of the world. Mm-hmm. Um and. Uh, we call gefilte fish Jew food.
1: Okay, just, Jew food. We but, didn't
0: serve gefilte fish at our wedding, but I thought I just put that in there.
1: But but okay. But how is that Baptist?
0: That's what Baptists do. We all do that.
1: You all. We eat have a eat rabbi at our fish. wedding, and you eat gefilte fish, and you call it Jew food while you. you yeah eat it? yeah
0: yeah yeah. We don't know. It. We don't know that Jewish people do it. We we just call it Jew food the way that we you know, we have racist names for everything.
1: Like like Jew food.
0: Yeah no 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 no. Oh no like no we call it Jew, Jew food, food. But like, like every, every everything we have we have racist names for.
1: Oh, you know, okay. So,
0: but like, we don't really, we don't mentally connect them directly. So, with. so,
1: what are some of your other, uh, what are your other uh, racist uh, food names
0: or uh, things that or, uh, you
1: said eat? Right, everything you eat, yeah. or just other things?
0: We 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 call uh, tacos uh, Trump sandwiches. Uh, mm-hmm. We,
1: <laughs> yeah. What else? I'm I'm very interested. This is actually this is so new to me. We've only been married since uh, what 2010. I'm 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 curious uh, what other things you actually uh, you as a you as a Baptist community.
0: Yeah, we uh, your foods. uh, we uh, we call potatoes uh, Irish strawberries. Um, uh, let's see. Um, a lot of our racism is really directed at individuals. Okay, because we believe every individual person has a race because every person has their own private relationship with God. So we're very racist uh, against um, John Goodman. Okay. Yeah, John Goodman.
1: What? My brother, John Goodman? No, 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 no. no oh, the actor.
0: Li- no. No, he's a butcher.
1: John Goodman, the book butcher. butcher. Yeah,
0: we, we really hate that guy.
1: Okay, and and by the and, way, I'm trying
0: to sync this podcast so we start over because we started so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you just let me keep talking, and I will. I will. I you do realize is... you do realize that the proper way to go on a tangent in a podcast is to actually want to talk about it, not make me talk about shit that I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: Is this, but see, this is a little bit of payback for the time in Savannah. Was it Savannah smiles? But that was payback!
0: To you for making me vamp.
1: When? When did I make you? Vamp? You made me
0: tell the Golden Girls house story while you went, like <laughs> while you left the room. <laughs> that is why I made you. Yeah, he's right. You hear him yelling? You hear our son yelling and smashing things? He's agreeing with me. I'm
1: sorry, but I'm just
0: thinking. This, about this, this, this podcast is an absolute <laughs> shambles, So I think now I'm is the perfect about, time.
1: I'm thinking about Trump sandwiches. and wondering why we haven't made those in a while. <laughs> Okay. We call moving them fish on. trumps.
0: whenever we make them with uh, with tilapia or <laughs> other white fish. Um, okay. Seriously, so, I cannot believe so you just got me. moving on, Mo- moving back to moving the back movie.
1: to the movie. Yeah, it's where, I have this open. Okay. Uh-huh. So um, I love the part where they're okay. So they get stuck in the truck. So they're they're going to go pick up wings. Yeah.
0: And this is this is by the way the extent of of this is the perfect encapsulation of Jack Burton's heroism.
1: Yes, yeah. they're going to pick up. They're going to pick up the, uh, you know, the the fiance, and that's when he meets Kim Cattrall, and she's, you know, whatever. She's a lawyer, she's a lawyer that's lawyer trying waits, to help. Whatever. Uh, she's immigrants. waiting at the. She's waiting at the the thing trying to pick up her friend, who is such a like a side plot point. We don't even know what the hell she's doing with her.
0: She's just coming to. They're just. They were just bring. They were just bringing. She's coming
1: to America. America. She's just coming to
0: America. It was just a legal thing. So she was there to. Pick and her then she, her up. and and she was kidnapped. The gang that was going to try to kidnap her was actually just doing it for, like, a, like a joyride kind a of thing. It
1: was a joyride thing. They weren't even doing it for real. It was a thrill
0: crime. It wasn't... And, so, and, so and, then, j- and then he gets inadvertently because because they saw a Japanese... They see a Japanese woman... Not Japanese. Chinese woman with green eyes. I can't believe I made that mistake. So they...
1: They said... Get you know, her instead. They get
0: her for Lopin.
1: Right. So, right... So and thank you for that because because what I was about to say you was,
0: didn't actually understand that point did no you? I did
1: understand that I did understand that thank you very much thanks for crawling inside my brain and explaining I've told you, I told you I only
0: do that because there's so much room in that wonderful big brain of yours so
1: um they they so they take they they kidnap Wang's fiance who they're going to pick up at the airport fine whatever they try to chase after her they get the truck stuck in this alleyway and then there's this huge brutal like what's about to be a massacre between this gang and that gang, which I I think I had one of the best quips of the entire night when I called it East Side Story. Um,
0: you know what you do? Instead, of, instead of saying this is for future reference, instead yep. of saying I think I have one of the best quips, you just say. And then we go into East Side Story. <laughs>
1: oh, is that how you do it? Is that you how just, the funny just, people do it? That's how
0: the funny people do yeah, it. Yeah.
1: See, I'm not from the funny people. You, you, I don't know if you guys have established okay. from the last the last podcast that we the talk, last
0: eight sixteen podcasts when I've done. talked
1: about how my father beat the not really beat me but beat the, the comedy that's out. That's a of funny me.
0: story when you talk about your dad beating you up. That is <laughs> that's where the laughs really the the yucks really fly. I know he didn't beat you he up. Didn't beat me. We clarified that last episode, but then you said it again. But I
1: have to say it because because I have to be clear. Because beating is funny. Beating is not funny. It's not well, like- why are you bringing it up? That's what You're saying <laughs> you have
0: to say it. How about just your,
1: your no, father convinced say,
0: you to, that you were painfully, have, confusingly unfunny when you try to talk about big, <laughs> big shop <shopping> and little horrors? <laughs> 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 what am I trying to even say?
1: I don't know. Anyhow, the, so there's the- a gas leak in this house. <laughs> So they're having the big shootout. And my favorite part about it is that when the first guys, like, pull the guns and start shooting, it's because there's a funeral going on. And yeah. they, they That's shoot why a, they're shooting? They're shooting no, because no, there's a funeral? No, I'm sorry. They're shooting and there is also, the, the, they start the shooting. Be, I think because they are unar- they look unarmed or whatever. They start well, it's because they, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they can advance Yeah, they can advance. It's a good
0: time if you're in a gang, is a hint. If you really want to wipe out a neighboring gang and you're ruthless, you go and attack a funeral of, a, of, a, of someone connected with that.
1: Or you know, you go attack them on Yom Kippur.
0: You could do that, but that's not so much a gang as the Yom Kippur War. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they shoot up. When I thought you was remember a- that time that Daniel Day <laughs>
0: Lewis and the big had that big handlebar mustache and he invaded <laughs> Israel during during Yom Kippur with his butcher's knife.
1: So um, the, uh, the 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 coffin gets shot up which I think is really funny and they like make a real point of sh- showing I was
0: really hoping there'd be a like uh, like when that happened that a dead body would pop me up me too with a Tommy gun and going, I literally
1: eh, hoped that too and <laughs> like that something didn't happen Dangerously or and I something? was kind of disappointed that we not only did we like make a really big deal about the fact that this coffin just got shut up like that's a really sad thing that just happened well, I'm it's
0: like disrespectful is all get disrespectful.
1: Out already dead and all the other people are actually alive and we're really like focusing in on this coffin and I was like well that sucks but of all the things to be upset about it was at this point by the way that I paused the movie and said oh I have to show you this thing and and for those of you who haven't seen it although I think Alexis who's one of our many legion of one fan actually posted this um there are now you can do coffins that turn you into trees you should go research that. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, it's great.
0: You know, you know <laughs> you know what else you could do? You could do a Tibetan air burial where you're chopped into little pieces and devoured by birds. <laughs> I mean, you probably can't do it legally in this country, but it, they exist. Chopped into pieces and fed to birds? Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, I know. You I, become bird poop. I learned yeah, I learned I learned about that from uh, from Neil Gaiman's Sandman comics. <laughs>
1: That's my dog, by the way. Okay, so uh, that slurp noise is you, though. The when we get into so so we're we're, we're in the midst of this, you know.
0: Uh, you're the, eating raw oysters right now. <laughs> we're
1: in the we're in the midst of the jets and
0: uh, and the uh, I don't know the.
1: You only know it because when y'all, no, I was uh, trying. I was trying to come with a, a, I was trying kind to of
0: come up with like a something other than the dragons because that oh, seemed right. like that was an easy joke but yeah. then I, I instead I vapor locked and made no joke <laughs> but but instead of you stepping up with you know a better joke or no, moving along you just decided to ha- leave me hanging out to dry yeah, which kind of is kind of the premise of today's. today podcast. is
1: about leaving John leaving John
0: up to dry so
1: so um then I take notes at all you get the three guys who you know create the storm I guess it is but yeah, they, the best they, they, part they, about them is yeah their la- costumes. thunder lightning and rain yeah so the best part about them is their is their costumes they're in what I started calling them the straw hat ninjas
0: well, yeah. You know, uh, uh, well, here's the thing. In retrospect, yes, people please. are going to mainly know describe their their outfits as basically, they look like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. Because Raiden from Mortal Kombat is probably at least partially based on the lightning shooting guy. You know,
1: I saw that movie, and it was the worst movie. Not the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh. Come on, the video game. Oh, but I'm saying I saw that movie, and it was probably the It was so bad that I don't even remember that I saw it. I literally which, feel well, like which, which, which somebody when came in and cut... The movie out of my brain and said, "You don't need that." Which, which
0: one did you see? I did don't you see even the original know. Original Mortal Kombat, or did you see Mortal Kombat: Annihilation, which I saw in theaters the day it came when, out? What, what <laughs> years were these? The nineties. Question mark.
1: Somewhere in the nineties, I the saw 90s Mortal Kombat, question mark. and I had to go to the movie and see it because I was I was reviewing it for the paper.
0: I think the first Mortal Kombat movie was like mid nineties, and the second one was like ninety seven or ninety eight.
1: Yeah, I saw one of them. And whichever one I saw... You know what? I, I literally have
0: an IMDb tab open on my computer that is three feet away and I'm not looking it up.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, Which,
0: wait, wait, here, here's the question. Was Raiden played by Christopher Lambert? John, John,
1: John, I don't remember anything. This is what happened to me. I literally... I, honest to God. You know what? If you ever somebody, let me finish a
0: sentence, I could have gotten a joke out. But the time has passed. <laughs>
1: somebody literally must have put a pill in my system that allows me to remember going to the movie and leaving the movie, and literally nothing in between.
0: Uh, you know, I'm kind of that way about the movie Lost in Space. Um, I, I I remember watching that in a dollar theater, and all I really remember about that was going with a bunch of my friends, and we had uh, we had flasks of like plastic flasks from the liquor store of booze with us, and and uh, you know, and and a woman with like seven kids sat directly in front of us, and I'm and I remember actually just saying. In probably because I was already a little drunk, in probably a too loud a voice, you might want to (laughs) move. And she did. That's all. I don't remember the movie very clearly, but I remember it sucking, and I remember there was like a like CGI monkey.
1: I will. Oh, that might have
0: actually been one of the actors.
1: But I will say this: at least you have the excuse of being drunk. I had no excuse. I even wrote a review about this thing. Like, if I could find... If Why I could, would you have
0: written a review of Mortal Kombat Anni- or Annihilation? Because
1: I was given tickets to Wait, those. wait,
0: wait. Did you manage to write a review that was coherent? Yes. Then you probably saw the original one? Because Mortal Kombat Annihilation is a fever dream that makes this movie look like the most tightly constructed plot like in history. It looks like China. like China. I
1: don't know which one I saw. All I know is I had to write a review on it for the paper, and I did. And I don't remember it Was Johnny all.
0: Cage killed in, like, two seconds? John,
1: I don't... Well, I'm you know trying what? to. I, I don't know the people. I don't know anything about the movie. I don't know the characters. I don't care because it was so bad. I literally don't remember. And I'm saying literally, like a total ass bag. I literally don't remember. You know what? I just
0: realized. What we've talked for three or four minutes, or maybe five to t- two thousand minutes. I don't even know about a topic that you don't want to talk about <laughs> because. You keep defending yourself instead of, instead of letting me just ramble. Because you know, I, I do have ADD. If you just let me talk, I'll stop talking about that naturally.
1: So while the Straw Hat Ninjas are doing their rain, Raidens. The Raidens. snow, Raidens. and whatever, the, the all of a sudden, I started... This is what started happening to me during this entire movie. Way, is, thunder, I, is I started rain. to feel like there were so many uh, other 80s movies that it was referencing... Probably not meaning to, because some of them probably hadn't even come out yet. But it was like, it was like somebody came down and fever dreamed all these other movie plots, and like moments would happen. So in this particular one, I had short circuit. I think that's when we first saw the the, the lightning, and it looked like you know eighties, you know things lighting I will, up. I
0: will say this. The consummate '80s movie fan, when speaking about like that kind of lightning effect, will actually say "Big Trouble in Little China" because that's this movie. I think is
1: doesn't matter. Yeah, I had no. It's really it.
0: like yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying you're not. You're, you're not yet consummate. Soon you will be consummate. I,
1: I don't need to consummate by the
0: end. By the end of this consummate. podcast, when we have seen every single movie from the '80s, by the end of that, you will be consummate.
1: Well, I appreciate that. And then when they're standing there uh, in this road, and you know whatever, I had I wrote. They literally stood there and put put themselves in a pose, and I was like, "Oh, with those hats, they're the Three Amigos." So we just continue the storyline through, right? right. Um, yeah, I, I think
0: I, I do think uh, what it is probably it's not so much that he's referencing all these other movies, in that Big Trouble in Little China manages to. It's like there's a rich rich vein of the zeitgeist just flowing like the black blood of the earth under under the '80s. And John Carpenter just took a big drill and got right into that black blood of the earth and just sprayed all the 80s all over us. You know, he just said, no, no, no. Here's some 80s. Here's some 80s. Here's some 80s. Here's some 80s. I'm, I'm waving it around like I'm waving a fire hose that has handles. Because yeah, fire hoses have handles so they don't fly away. Yes. You know, if you'd stop looking at me like I'm insane, I might finish a sentence without trailing off.
1: <laughs> um, and then one of my favorite uh, things that happens in this movie actually happens when they try to escape. Um, They try to take their truck and go and then they have to, you know, leave the truck and then they hit Pan, and then he's actually (laughs) not dead and like all these crazy things happen. Those are good times. When they they ditch the truck and they run, um, they have to climb through what looks like a fireplace, which is actually a tunnel, which just makes me laugh. And then somehow from the beginning of the tunnel to the end of the tunnel, which we're talking about five feet... uh, uh, J- Jack loses his sweatshirt. No, you see
0: him get. You see his shirt get caught.
1: Oh, is that what happens? And I he goes ah, and
0: starts tugging on it. And when he comes out, he do- he's not wearing. He
1: doesn't it. have it on. Now, here's the thing. About I love the shirt.
0: that. I love it. I love it. But
1: here's the thing about that shirt, though. He, and this, he has it later. We we were, I know he has it later after the like, guy probably washed. He probably, it yeah. He it.
0: Guy washed it. So what it, what yeah.
1: what happened though is that I can't for the life of me remember what kind of shirt this is it's like a woven sweatshirt that surfers wear and I know it's always well,
0: I would have said that frat boy preppies wear but they were basically one and the same in my high school yeah, so I yeah. can totally get that it's
1: such a weird thing to me and I don't know what they're called and now I want to look well, them up well it, they're it,
0: it kind of hippies sort of started wearing them in the mid 90s like I always yeah. picture that as like a hack circle having have, like people having them on yeah they're like potato sacks or something yeah
1: but they're so but they're like I mean I guess they're comfortable they're heavy I remember yeah. having they, 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 I feel they, like Navajo Blank are made out of them. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, now you're looking nah, them up. Let me see.
0: Potato sack sweatshirt comes <laughs> up with anything on Google.
1: <laughs> potato sack sweatshirt. Let's I don't it. think so. Let's... You should look up surfer.
0: No, it's actually. Oh wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. What That's is not this? really what is it. An open letter. Oh, maybe Whoever so. Took the the Baja, Baja hoodie.
1: Baja hoodie. Maybe but it wasn't, yeah. wasn't actually a hoodie. Well, see, Baja, see, Baja I was right. Baja sweatshirt, yeah. Baja sweatshirt, look yeah, at that. Yeah, that's what they're called, right? Baja sweatshirt, we'll, we'll say that. Baja sweater, maybe. Baja right. sweater? Let's
0: let, let let's double let's, check. Let's double, yeah, it's, oh, a Baja it's a Baja sweater. sweater. Okay,
1: so now we've experienced what that is, but that makes hey, sense Hey, we Hey, we learned? You guys, we learned something today. We learned something together. Oh my god, the Bickersons learned something together, you guys. Oh my god, he's like shaking my hand. And I'm looking
0: to... at an imaginary camera like we like <laughs> like it's 1938 and we're and we we've just dedicated a bridge.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big best, flashbulb.
1: The best part about that is that you we took left hands to shake. Like I was taking your hand like a, like a nice wife would do to her husband. Like a
0: nice wife?
1: <laughs> well, not a nice the wife. The nice wife starring
0: Allie Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dog doesn't buy it, does he?
1: <laughs> okay, so who? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna actually cross that out in my, or I'm gonna sit right underneath Baja.
0: Yeah, write write that Baja, down because what is it? Baja oh, Baja, Baja sweater, sweater. Baja sweater. You're gonna want to write that down because <laughs> we didn't tell anyone this, but every 25 episodes we have a test. <laughs> I mean, it's just Allie's gonna get tested by me, and that's the whole episode. <laughs> I'm just going to quiz her on... That would uh, actually
1: uh, be really funny.
0: No, it wouldn't. This is the problem. You think that would be funny? No, it wouldn't. Well, no. I don't think
1: you guys need to hear Conce- it.
0: Conceptually, it's funny. But actually, in practice, it's not. Kind of like kind of like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies might have been if it weren't for the fact that zombies aren't funny Can anymore. we,
1: Can we now talk about um, one of the best moments for me that happened in this whole movie? Which is
0: by the way, sells Baja hoodies.
1: Did you want some? No. I mean, your birthday is coming up.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, we, also known we, as a Mexican Threads hoodie or a drug rug.
1: A drug rug. I like that. <laughs> hey, that, that's we go- we, that
0: was the racist name we had for it at our <laughs> Southern Baptist meetings. <laughs>
1: the, what, the Mexican one? No, the drug rug. Oh, the drug rug. Can you go back to the uh, Wikipedia page? Thank for you. For drug rugs? No, for, for the... For the person we're about to talk about, who walks onto the screen—well, actually, she's sitting in a car on the screen—and go scroll down.
0: Oh, okay. yeah. are you that excited about Kate Burton?
1: Yes, I am. This Let saddest- us This is the Kate second. Burton. Okay, you
0: know what? You want to know a weird drinking game that you can play for like your high-level MMIS fandom? What's that? Allie gets impressed by a minor, not-that-famous journeyman actor who is, a, uh, who is an occasional recurring role on Grey's Anatomy appearing in a movie from the 80s. That's a, you'd think you wouldn't get a lot of <laughs> drinking done on that. But for some strange reason, boom, there you are. Yep. Especially if that character later developed Alzheimer's and died. Because basically any character that develops Alzheimer's and dies on, uh, on uh, Grey's Anatomy will uh, be, be on an MMIS episode. Is that true? The two characters that you've done it for both developed alzheimers and died.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Do you need me to tell you which two cuz you've completely forgotten?
1: No, I remember now. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, you, um, for-
0: you forgot that you saw Adele. I don't I didn't forget. Oh, you're looking at me like no, because Who- was, who's Adele? No, because so you have was, Alzheimer's,
1: it's a sh- twist. Oh my gosh, that's so terrible. She was in Savannah Smiles, I remember, Loretta Divine. Yes. Yes. So, not um, to be
0: confused with the uh, the actor uh, drag actor Divine.
1: Right, no. See, I knew this though, but you. The red
0: Vine did not eat dog. Once shit again,
1: um, my brain fingers. is so big that he has to crawl inside to go rooting around to find Take the answer. There. Mm-hmm.
0: Take a little nap. Take a little nap in a rain.
1: So um, anyway, so Kate Burton shows up, and oh, Kate, God, dog. Kate, yeah, that's really gross. Um, Kate Burton shows up, and she—if you for the Grey's Anatomy people—she's um, she Jack play- Burton's sister. She plays, Kate Burton. She plays uh, Meredith's mother.
0: We're done here. Everyone's already bored.
1: And if you watch Scandal, the few of you—nobody do, does. Some people do.
0: People do, but they're wrong to do so.
1: Okay, so um, she's also on that show as well. I—I I really except for the
0: budding bromance, Felina.
1: <laughs> so she, uh, so she—I was very excited to see her because it was one of those where she's very young. And yeah, she still
0: looks like she's 60. She doesn't look 60. Wait, what is it about? There's something about 80s hairstyles that yeah. make you look prematurely elderly. Well, because they're like poodley and small. Yeah, they're weird like weird poodle cuts from the 80s. Poodle cuts,
1: yeah. So, anyway, I was very excited and I wrote that down. Um, somewhere nearby to this whole thing, I, this is my next note. It actually says Green Zool. Oh my God, over did you the know she's Richard Burton's daughter. That doesn't surprise me.
0: It surprises me because Because I don't why? Know. Because I, I don't know. I, it surprises me because I, I guess I just think of Richard Burton as someone who wouldn't have a daughter with his last name but would rather have a string of illegitimate daughters all throughout the world.
1: Yeah, well, maybe she took his last name and said, screw you, well, Dad. Well,
0: la- her mother also had the last name Burton, so I think it's from his first marriage probably before before he discovered Liz Taylor.
1: Sparky, stop biting me. So Green Zool over the building. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. It was like a spreading Zool.
0: Oh, man. I, I You know, I'm going to say this right now. I love those 80s special effects... Like the cartoon style, like like you know, not it's not a practical effect, obviously, but like it's like the cheap like filming like, effects with like the cartoon stuff. Yeah, like the pre like before CGI. You know, like the Ghostbusters lightning, like yeah. the Proto Pack Ghostbusters, the light. Actually, the lightning effects in this movie look great. I, I'm gonna say that right now. Yeah. They look good. Those drawn-on lightning effects that they have on the screen, those look those look as good as any CGI lightning we're sure, seeing.
1: Sure, I'll give you that. You
0: know, the good 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 lightning effect. You're um, a good
1: lightning effect.
0: Thank you for noticing. I've been trying.
1: Speaking of the lightning effect, I actually wrote in here "Ride the Lightning," and then I said it was either that was either a terrible porno or a roller coaster,
0: or the second best Metallica album.
1: Ride the lightning. Yes. Okay.
0: No, no, that's not how it sounded at all. There's no beatboxing on it.
1: I don't think it was beatboxing. Well, it sounded like you were like. No, that wasn't. No, I was. <laughs> no, I think you, I was you were trying to do thrash to, guitar. Yeah, I was.
0: You can't go. Do, 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 do. That's not. That's not guitars. That's like. That's like someone barely tapping on a drum, like a snare drum. You're doing a snare drum. Guitar would be like. <laughs> <laughs> Have you just never been like a 12 year old boy? Not even for like five seconds. I don't, briefly.
1: I. I don't do the hard rock. Oh, that's right. Or the heavy metal. It's, it's thrash. I do the light metal. It's thrash. I don't do the thrash they metal. metal.
0: They just say metal.
1: They oh, just say so metal. it's just metal?
0: No, it's thrash. Thrash
1: but, metal. So then why do they well, say Why heavy, is
0: heavy metal to me implies like a more traditional heavy metal uh-huh. sound, you know, like your...
1: School me. School like your, me, John. Like, John, your, like John your Iron like
0: Maiden or your, or your Judas Priest. Uh, okay. That's what I think of when I think heavy metal. Okay. Or your 70s metal and, as well.
1: And, and you're not so heavy metal, but just metal would be...
0: Well, no, no. It's very heavy. It's heavier than heavy metal, weirdly enough. Uh-huh. But it's. But I would say th- I would say that Metallica would just be be a thrash band. Thrash. Thrash.
1: Who else is thrash?
0: Anthrax, Megadeth, Slayer, Testament, Exodus. Limousine. No limousine is definitely that. They're definitely glam metal. Glam pop, or, metal. or pop metal, probably actually.
1: Pop metal. Mm-hmm. Who else is pop
0: metal? Poison.
1: Poison. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Is this really? Is this,
1: what about Big Knife?
0: Big, Big Knife. Knife? Um, I'm pretty sure they're they're kind of a groove metal.
1: Groove metal, yeah. What's groove? What else is groove metal?
0: You know, like your like your Soulfly, uh, your uh, God, dang, I'm blanking. Like some Pantera, like okay. late 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 mid period Pantera. All right, you
1: know. All right, it's good for me to know because I mean, I, I was I, I didn't know I needed to give
0: you a referendum on metal right now, but didn't
1: I didn't. All I'm saying
0: is just it's not a guitar <laughs> for a metal song. That is okay. that is literally that is literally a drummer warming up. <laughs> okay. Not even you, didn't even you didn't even have a double kick drum sound in in your in your thing. It's
1: right. <clears throat> <Beau> good. <violently> she's <Suck-a, suck-a>, <laughs> gonna call up a lawyer. Right you know, she,
0: she really commits to the bit by picking up her phone every time she threatens to call for lawyer. She's what she's really gonna do is play this jigsaw puzzle app that she had for a while.
1: She's gonna go find his name and pull
0: oh, him up crying here. out loud. It's under S. S? Silver? Silver, isn't your divorce? Isn't the divorce attorney used the name Silver? No.
1: Well,
0: what divorce attorney are you looking up? <laughs> How many divorce would, attorneys do you have? I
1: have about fifteen. It's under D for divorce. Well,
0: that's silly. Why? What if you? What if you just want to talk to talk to Joel? And <laughs> suddenly you got a, a Joel divorce, and suddenly you Joel think divorce. he's a lawyer.
1: Joel divorce. All right, so. Um, other things This is the
0: most shambles of a shambles. <laughs>
1: hey, you know, it kind, of ro- it kind of... I should have taken
0: notes. Let I didn't know you, you were something. going to be this far off the it's, map. It,
1: it's kind of a great uh, mirror to the, the, the movie that we watched, which is a shambles. Oh, it, big, is
0: big it is not. Look, look, here's the thing about Big, no. big Trouble in Little China. Here's like, my I'm, I'm, I'm Don't you dare you interrupt right, me because I'm going to go defend ahead. Big Trouble in Little China. My defense of Big Trouble in Little China versus this podcast is as follows. In Big Trouble in Little China, whenever whenever the crazy, weird, random shit that happens, happens, it keeps moving and chugging along, whereas every five seconds, we basically go completely off the rails and sort of stop and hover in, in Crazy Town. So it is not like this. We are a heck of a lot more like your, uh, maybe, we're more like the Black Cauldron in that, we kind of make no sense and we're really periodic and episodic. And I'm sure there's a weird cult following for us, but there's no real defense at all for us. Whereas I think the, the cult following for Big, big Trouble, little, I keep wanting to call it Little Shop of China or something yeah, like know. that. But the the thing about this movie is it has a cult following for a reason. It is completely batshit crazy in a really fun way. It has elements of like, you know, awesome, awesome martial arts moments and. Crazy martial arts moments, like mixed in with mo- like more Western filmmaking and horror, and it and it kind of also has a weird feel of like uh, you know like a movie from like the '30s. You know, it has it has an, like a very big soundstagey feel to a lot of it. You know, that it's just I find pleasant.
1: I hear you, and it definitely is an appealing thing for some people. I I could see it being a really fun drinking game.
0: Like most things in life.
1: Okay, so there you go. <laughs>
0: Ah, Other movies
1: that <laughs> I liked from the 80s <laughs> that came up in this movie were Goonies.
0: Oh, this and is very much like Goonies. At what
1: point when at what point at one point when they escape and they like get all the, you know, women that are uh being, you know, caged up, they dis- they they take off and they go they jump in the water and they go through a tunnel. And they show back up in this like,, um, I don't know, like underground water sewage area, but it's not sewage. It's like they're actually in regular water. And to me, I was like, "Oh, goonies, because now they're all together, and they're down there. and I bet somebody could have found pennies in the wishing well. Um, other movies that I wrote down, um, at one point, Kim Cattrall opens up a door or a door opens up when they're all trying to escape and <laughs> I love inside. That And um, a demon which is basically a dude with a freaking like furry mask grabs her and pulls her inside hey, and drags her and and John actually aptly said uh, oh, it's now it's Harry and the Hendersons, and then I said <laughs> I'm laughing, I laughing at my him? own
0: joke because I'm funny. And then
1: I then I thought uh, what it actually was when he finally dragged her to the area he wanted her in. It was Mannequin. It was the beginning of the movie Mannequin, which you know I hate to remind everybody, but Kim Control. Why would starred you hate, in that? Movie? Why would you hate to remind
0: people about about it was Mannequin? Because nothing's going to stop us now.
1: Nope. Um, and then I, I think the last thing I wrote down, literally my last note in this entire thing, is uh, when Kate Burton's character, I think his name is Margot. Margot, yeah. Says that Kim Cattrall, the reason that Jack, that, that Kim Cattrall and Jack would never get together, or her name is Gracie Law, the character Kim Cattrall plays, couldn't get together or something like that is
0: because she's all
1: brains.
0: <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I think she's supposed to be... I. But, really? But What's
1: the implication, dummy. But
0: no, no. But it's Kim Cattrall, and I, I look. I, Kim Cattrall could be a very intelligent woman. She could be. I don't know. I've never seen her. She interview. doesn't
1: play very intelligent. She doesn't play
0: intelligent women, and she doesn't come off as intelligent when she plays these no. the women she plays. I mean, I guess the closest thing I can think of is Samantha from uh, Sex and the City, which I'm very only vaguely familiar with. But, yeah. But even then, she just comes. She doesn't come off as like a super genius. She just comes off as someone who's catty and you know likes it to sex.
1: Yes, yes. The, bl- the
0: blanch of the group, if you will.
1: Yes, if you will. and because, it's very uh, Because all fours
0: can be turned into Golden Girls metaphors. I
1: never thought about this before, but but Cynthia Nixon in Sex and the City actually resembles Kate Burton in this movie.
0: Yeah, they do kind of look they alike. They kind of look alike. Yeah, they have that kind of a round face and, you know, kind of washed out. It's look. just interesting. I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you're into that... I'm kind of into that. You are. No, this like celebrity phrenology—that the, their shape can uh, predict their, their, their I've, skull I've shape heard, can predict I've, their. I've uh, heard their these claws.
1: things can happen. I mean, they're not for me, but you know, maybe for you. Well, so that was it my for battles. my notes because basically the rest of this movie, the entireness of this movie is—is is like, I don't know. I, and then the dominoes, the domino Buddhas fall. Oh
0: God, that's so great! And oh they my break,
1: god you And see, then we have the we have the mall wedding. The, the 80s mall wedding, which basically it was like they took the mall from Commando, uh, Commando and inserted it in here and added a few Asian elements.
0: And made it and made it like, like a theme park. Like yeah, Disney it was World. like a theme it felt park. Like, it felt like going to a Disney ride.
1: Or like being inside of that new crate and barrel. Well, it's not new anymore, but when it was a new crate and barrel in in, in, uh, in, in Chicago and you go down the escalator and you're like, wow. Wait, you're
0: talking about the flagship crate and barrel? Yeah, the one in the city. Like the flagship Crate and Barrel? Is that
1: the flagship Crate and
0: Barrel? Yeah. I, I, how is that the new Crate and Barrel?
1: I, well, I remember when they put the escalators in. That was a big deal. Really? Well, it was to me.
0: <laughs> I've got, I was like, was Chicago shut down by new escalators in a Crate and Barrel? Because well, I think I, it was a big deal. Because I, 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 I love you, honey, but like, that sounds even less impressive than like, going to an air show. Well, there's a few as...
1: things that I find impressive. And... What
0: did, wait, wait, wait. When Chicago got bug zappers, was everyone standing around going, well, this is buttered and cable. Dude,
1: that's what was going on. Bug zappers. That's what the lightning was. It's like bug zappers.
0: <laughs> I like that's what was going on. You know what was going on in the 80s? Bug zappers.
1: And then there were lots of, then there were those blobby guys that were basically the Ghostbusters uh, ghosts, but more like not as transparent, not green, and they had a lot of eyes. So they were like potato Ghostbuster ghosts.
0: Wait, are you, ta- wait, are you talking about the beholder looking yeah. thing? Yeah. There was only one of them.
1: It looked like there were many.
0: No, there was one. That was his eyes.
1: It was just many eyes.
0: Yeah, it was his beholder.
1: Was, but well, you keep calling him the beholder, but he wasn't called that, was he?
0: No, no, but he looks like a beholder from D and D.
1: Yeah, but see, this is just you showing your nerd underwear.
0: Honey, first of all, nerds and Mormons are completely different. Although there are nerdy Mormons, there's a Venn diagram.
1: I didn't say Mormon. I said underwear.
0: They have, ma- they have Mormons have magic underwear. They do. Don't you don't you know the jokes that went around? Don't what? you remember? Don't you remember whenever the election was uh, was just between a boring guy and Obama? No not between like I don't remember you know, like, anything about magic crazy Tell me and, about the magic underwear. Mormons have like a they I don't even know but it is it's like the cliche that Mormons believe in magic underwear. There's like a a garment that Mormons supposedly wear that like I don't know. You you've never heard I like have not the the, heard the, this. The, the 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 Mormon my god. Do we have to learn more? Let's Mormon magic underwear. I mean literally
1: I don't know what you're talking about and, I'm, and heard- I we have Mormon friends so you would think I would know this, right?
0: Yeah, you'd think you'd know that, but they don't talk about their underwear they very often. Their underwear. Well, they it's a temple put... garment, oh, sometimes a temple derided garment. as magic underwear by non-Mormons. It, it's the type of underwear worn by the adherents of the Latter-day Saint movement after they've taken part in the endowment ceremony, whatever that is. I'm okay. not gonna... Today on our Mormon cast, <laughs> our Mormon wait, wait, cast. Wait.
1: wait, endowment ceremony, as in like they've endowed their loins?
0: Well, I'm not really sure that they've endowed their loins. I think maybe it's like an endowment from uh, Mutual of Omaha to uh, to make Wild Kingdom.
1: Oh, okay. Endowment. What does it say?
0: I think it's probably like a baptism thing. It's like a... Uh, of their
1: loins? Like, why is it on their underwear? I guess that's the problem I'm, I'm well, having. Well, it's not just
0: their underwear. It's, an, uh, it's a garment.
1: Oh, It's like I long see. underwear. It's like, like long a underwear. Un- it's like a
0: union suit or, or like a 1920s bathing suit, it looks but like. See,
1: this is what happens. This is how, this is how we have the, 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 the game operator. People don't understand.
0: So here's... Here, look. See? It just looks like it just looks like we're... So it's like a bodysuit. Kind kind of, but it just uh, but it post nineteen seventy nine just above the knee. And okay,
1: so it's like yeah, it's like a bodysuit. Yeah, it, look, okay. it
0: looks like you can you can get a sweetheart or a rounded neckline. You it's a pre
1: bodysuit. You can't
0: get a cowl neck yet.
1: Oh, they haven't done that yet.
0: They haven't done a cowl neck.
1: Well, that's too bad for the women's and the yeah. men actually.
0: Or like I bet in the mid nineties they probably did like a sleeveless one with a turtleneck. Probably. You know, like that was like a big big trend in uh, Mormon magic underwear. Mm
1: hmm. Was it also a bodysuit where like it, it snapped underneath? Yeah, like yeah, it was one of those like, like a onesie. A,
0: yeah, like those onesies for adults that that existed for one hot minute in the oh, mid nineties. No, they were
1: so ugly. Never had, had one, but. I wonder if in the late
0: eighties they had like stirrup underwear. Oh god, the
1: stirrups. Remember those? Oh yeah. Those were terrible. Yeah. Although I, I like stirrups- although I
0: like stirrups on baseball players.
1: Well, that's different.
0: And horses. Horses look good with stirrups on them.
1: Yes. Yes, they do.
0: Not the saddles on their hooves.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: You should see the dumb look I'm giving Allie like is. like I said something profound.
1: You you have said nothing profound in quite some time. <laughs> no, oh
0: my God, no! I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to play this back and say, Allie, we got to record this whole episode all over again. But this is garbage. It's this is hot garbage. garbage.
1: We can make it a short. I mean, episode. you're you're very
0: you're very wrong about Big Trouble in Little China, though. Is what I'm what well, I'm trying to
1: okay, say. Okay, you're not going to convince me. I, I well, first, I of, first said of all, it was bad. That's the thing. You keep thinking that I think it's bad. I didn't say. We well, talking about it.
0: it's a hot mess. Well, it is it's a hot mess. Oh, no, it's a it's a warm, delicious stew, not a hot mess. Mean, now, if you spill. If you spill, if you spill th- stew on the ground, it becomes a hot mess.
1: Okay, so here's my issue with Big Trouble in Little China, and why I think it really works better as a as it a video game. Should have had game. Holden
0: Caulfield in it.
1: Do you really want to have a conversation <laughs> right now? Do you really do, do you want Do you want this to turn into like Smoke Bomb and me divorcing us all the entire world? Oh, wait, wait. You and, smoke, you and Smoke, you and
0: Smoke Bomb are going to divorce, <laughs> but you and Smoke Bomb are so good together.
1: <laughs> so what about the children? Here's my issue. With Big Trouble in Little China, as far as, like, the way it's constructed. And I think it's done purposefully, so I don't think it's a problem. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know that I would call this a movie as much as I would call it, like, a, a a visual romp.
0: I would say it's definitely a romp.
1: So, here's my problem. So, like, we go through things and, like, things happen and then all of a sudden, so you're going through, like, oh, they're climbing through this thing. And then all of a sudden, we've, like, advanced the plot and now instead of, seeing them swimming to the top of this like they, they swim through the, the the whatever the suicide Whoops. thing or whatever it is that where they're hanging the people down and they're all dead and they're in the water and they swim up to the top of it and then all of a sudden they've been pulled out and now they're in a new room but we never see that process happen they just are now
0: you know but they tied been, up but you know what sometimes they even comment on that though which i find really hilarious like they, they go whipping through like at times like my favorite one of that was how'd you go up there was it easy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, they do. They but you make- see, like, they,
0: they, the movie knows it's, a, it's like a breakneck insane thing. Like, here's the thing. It's a movie about literally like crazy magic demons fighting in Chinatown, you know, over a green-eyed woman and a deathless 2,000-year-old ghost man <laughs> who's been cursed.
1: My question is this. If somebody pitched this movie now, would it get made?
0: Well, it really rather depends. First of all, its original pitch didn't get it made in the first place. Right. Its original pitch, it was a western.
1: Oh.
0: Which in I, China? Yeah. I, no. No, it was a western set in uh, set in San Francisco, but it was set like you know in the turn of the century, you know, and uh, and Jack Burton was still the character, but it wasn't a truck; it was a horse. Okay. You know and. You know, like, it was just, like, I think they decided it was just too, it was going to be too, too confusing culturally to have, like, a Chinese Western, mm-hmm. you know, not until, not until, like, basically the late 90s when we, like, you know, when we really figured out how to do it with Shanghai Noon. Right. Did we figure out how to do a Chinese Western? Yeah. Oh, by the way, Jackie Chan was uh, in contention for the, uh, for the main role, uh, the, the Wang role. Yeah, well he would have been great too. But he he uh he had decided because he had only been in like a couple of American movies at that point and they they'd failed that he wanted to consolidate his you know career so he stayed in he stayed back in China making movies and he actually I think the next movie he had made was Police Story after this, which was like the like his big you know like Who was major, the
1: extra who
0: played Wang? The extra who played Wang the
1: actor. Dennis
0: Dunn is his name. He was good. Dennis, yeah, he's good. He was a uh, you know uh, I'm trying to think uh, yeah, he was uh, he was in the Last Emperor and uh, the mid the mid eighties were a good time for him. Year of the Dragon, Big Trouble in Little China, Last Emperor, you know. But uh, he's a, apparently mostly a theater actor, so uh, you know. But yeah, he's good. Yeah, and uh, he he was someone that actually uh, thankfully knew a little bit of martial arts when he was cast. It wasn't you know. Yeah, you know, it was something he did as a hobby, though it wasn't. He wasn't a martial artist kind of guy, right. and he wasn't like a guy doing martial arts movies. Right, you know, right, he right, a, right. You know, it
1: wasn't the Jackie Chan. Yeah, it
0: wasn't. A, he wasn't like a Jackie Chan or anything like that. He was, you know, he was more of a guy, you know, just an actor who. Knew I some did martial appreciate
1: arts. that they really took into account that there were different it's Mark um, Williams Zapka. Um, yeah, yes, you and your Billy Buddy. Um, I, I do Look, No, like Billy they, Buddy is, 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 is my name like for Billy. Carter. Took, I do like that they took into account different generations of being in Chinatown or being, you know, in America, that some of the yeah, accents were totally felt like they had just come off the boat or you know, had just learned English or it was broken English and some of them felt like you know yeah. they, were, they I lo- were born here. I, lo- sounded like I love word.
0: when Jack Burton goes, hey, any of these any of these people speak English. And he's like, what, who is this guy? <laughs> you know, like yeah, like yeah. I love that moment because that's part of that's part of the whole thing about this movie where Jack Burton isn't really the hero. No. He's never been the hero. No but we we think he's the hero because first of all Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell treats him like he's John Wayne he does like a like a, a crazy John Wayne impression basically the every time he says anything yeah you know he he speaks all in like action hero cliche kind of behaviors and by the way I cannot get enough of, of him talking on the CB and then eating something yes like <laughs> blah blah blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I love for some reason like you know listen I'm like you know, listen. Like this is the Pork Chop Express. I'm <laughs> gonna. It
1: feels like he's giving a sermon when he's doing. I it. I
0: know, and the best thing is he's doing it just over a CB.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, which is just glorious. <laughs>
1: I also like at the end that they don't kiss.
0: Oh yeah, I love. Yeah, because well, you know what? The, yeah, like there, there's no reason they would actually end up together. No, none whatsoever. You know, I, I, I love, I love that it. You know, like, and I, I love the way he's just like at the, I that moment at the end whenever it's like, aren't you gonna kiss me? No, nah. he doesn't
1: know. He, Margo asks. That's why right? Aren't you head gonna head. kiss
0: her? Nah. <laughs> you know, I love that moment. I think it, it, it's one of my favorite things that, like, it, it, in just about any movie, because it totally subverts. He, like, all the way through, he's basically a bumbling sidekick that, like, is being portrayed like he's the lead.
1: Yeah.
0: All throughout the movie, the one with the real mission, the one who does the heroic things, like unbidden and and not for any stupid reason, and and not being dragged into it, all throughout, it is Wang. Yeah. Wang is doing all the heroism in well, the entire movie. Well, he's sort movie. of
1: also the reason the movie that the plot moves forward,
0: right? And this is a, yeah, and and this yeah, this is a movie that's interesting because I think I feel like this movie has gotten both criticism on one end of being like of having some of the like the most rank crazy Orientalism in it, but at the same time, it like I've I, I've heard other stories about like you know basically it's like one of the first Hollywood movies to actually allow like you know someone to not play. To actually play, like, a heroic role as an Asian character without being a stereotype. Yeah. You know, and, you know, like, there's, there's a lot of, like, a, as much as there's all these crazy, like, you know, kung fu movie cliché characters, there's also just, like, regular folk, you know, in Chinatown living their lives who act normally. And, you know, they just happen to be in connection with this crazy, weird, mystical world. Right. You know, and.
1: Or it's just something they all believe.
0: Yeah, and it but it's like but it's like they're not even like it's not even that they all so much believe in it as much as like they've been taught to believe in it That's what like, I like mean, yeah. like like Wang is like yeah I, I I don't even want to believe in this crap, you yeah. know. Yeah. But here it is, you know, like I kind of li- I kind of like that it. it's like cuz honestly, you know, like it, the way the movie doesn't explain much of anything until like about halfway through or to the end really. Yeah. You know, like like it actually does make sense. The movie makes sense. It's just it's breakneck speed and you don't know why things are happening for a really long time until it's explained. Right. You know, so, you know, but and even I... Even th-
1: then you kind of don't... Well, I mean, I it's not, I don't think it's that, think it's
0: that complex. You know, I think it's just, you know, like, it's just... It's basically a lot of incident happens, but really, ultimately, it's like this 2,000-year-old, uh, you know, ghost that's been cursed. You know, it's a person who cursed I mean, cursed are you really going to gonna just
1: without, give me the plot now? Well, no,
0: no, I'm just going to do the basic, the basic, like, what actually happens is a 2,000-year-old uh, man was... He was cursed to have no flesh by the emperor... But, he, but basically, he has been told by this god, one of these gods that if he marries a green-eyed woman, then um, then he will have all this power. But he also needs. But uh, the emperor said the only way he can uh, he can reverse his curse and have flat. No, no, no. That's how he can he can become flesh again. But then he has to kill. Like he has to kill his bride, per the emperor's request. So that's why he has the solution of having two brides at the end, so he can kill one and have the other still. Um, and basically he finds these green-eyed women and kids and kidnaps them so that because they need to pass a test of ordeals and they do and meanwhile really meanwhile be- uh, someone goes to rescue them and that's it
1: I do have to say I think it's very bizarre that he only first now sees cuz I thought it had to be a green-eyed Chinese woman and that was not like that's so rare, or whatever. But it turns out it could be any green-eyed woman. I thought, well, there there are green-eyed women in the world. And well, I think I think
0: part of it really is that very simple fact that you know it's you know like he probably he's probably laboring under assumptions himself. Like, oh, she passed the test, great. Oh, she has green eyes, that'll work. You know, yeah. Interesting. And so, uh you know, and, and also they have to pass the ordeals. So maybe there've been lots of green-eyed women, and maybe he just prefers prefers uh, Chinese women. Well, you know,
1: I know. Blame him. I mean, he's got to have a, He's got to have goals, and he's got to have. Uh, I mean, he's going to marry the woman and then kill her. I mean, there's. Gotta yeah, be- I mean, you,
0: you hey! don't, don't want to marry. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to bite you. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, he scared me. It sounded like we just ended like a a, a Cossack dance. <laughs>
1: Can you move him over there? <laughs>
0: well, I, I wish you would stop referring to my junk in the third person. <laughs> um, and by my junk, I mean this garbage oh. dog. Yeah,
1: move him over there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we <laughs> Ah, this is an excellent podcast. By the way, this uh, this is, uh, this is... <laughs> so, hey, anyone who has seen pictures of my dog and said, "Oh, he's such a cutie." How, why on earth do you, do you why on earth do you ever talk to him about, bad about him? This is why. This is why. This is my dog's behavior on a regular basis. He's so happy this to live a,
1: with us. You
0: know, this is the last time we invite you on this Oops, podcast. Sorry. You're the worst dog.
1: All right, he's good. He's fine. You know, we could
0: edit this out, but we're not going. to. Why would we? No.
1: Now he's licking you. See, he's he's fine.
0: Yeah, no, he just he just needed he just needed some attention.
1: So, um, so John, I think we've. I I feel like we've gone through. I feel like we've gone through something together today. (laughs) It's
0: been a very. I don't know that we actually made any sort of episode worth hearing, but I don't want to try and record this again. So this is just what people are gonna get.
1: Sorry, guys. This may be. Uh, this may go down in history. This is a
0: mess. This is a, just a mess from this beginning to end. This
1: is a shambles. End. Okay, so wait, we, wait, how long? How
0: long have we, okay, yeah, right, we, we Okay, We're we, almost an hour. All right, you've gotten your money's worth.
1: Yeah. So, John, was it worth revisiting? Oh hell yeah, I
0: love this movie. Yeah, I know. This is one of the greatest movies of the eighties. I mean, like it. It's a. It used to be on like all the time. Like uh, in the eighties, I saw it so much through like maybe the early nineties on like TBS and things like that. You know, uh, but. You know, like, I haven't really seen it in a while. I, like, I, it's one of those, like, why haven't I watched this in a long time kind of movies? Like, I had, like, the same thing I said with Repo Man. I love this movie. It's just, yeah. it's so over the top. It's just, like, it's got a fun mix of, like, you know, like the crazy martial arts movies. It's got, like, just, this breakneck pacing, this ridiculously awesome. Character like like Kurt Russell is so hilarious in this movie. Like he's just such a he's such a fuck up. He's such he You know, but he has those great random. Plus, like the it's all in the reflexes. It's such a great moment because like he, he does everything wrong except one thing. Yeah. He just does the one right thing when it counts, and and so he comes off like he's the hero of the movie. Right. You know. Like, he spends half of the of each fight either confused, looking around, he's dropped his gun, he's knocked himself out. It is fan-dam-tastic, and I think only a fool would say otherwise. And on that segue, <laughs> was it
1: worth watching, Allie? So this is going to be a strange thing for me to say, so just, just bear with me. I don't know... The only if- way it's
0: strange is if you say no.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I could actually say it was worth watching, <laughs> but, but, but... I would say that I think it would be worth rewatching. So, I guess my. Ah. Do you know what I'm saying? I think it really gets its charm on the rewatch. I think if I ever saw this movie again, I would so appreciate it more.
0: Probably yeah. All right, I, I'll go with you on that because it is again. It, again, it was a movie that got critically reappraised years after the fact. Yeah, after it was on reruns all the time. Yeah, and yeah. video and people started actually watching it. And right. It, it like you're like yeah. I think if I remember correctly, this movie cost like twenty five million to make and it had like an eleven million box office. Mm.
1: That's, know? A, that's a flop. Yeah. Oh, it was a flop. Yeah. It was but definitely. I, I but I literally it, like, feel it, it, like. But,
0: but time is like. I think time has really reclaimed it. It's got like an eighty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Which means it's just an aggregate review. You know, right. it doesn't mean much. But you know, like. It's... But I
1: truly believe that it also bears a. Um, I think had I seen it in the eighties and then yeah. watched it again now, I would be so like. <gasps> Oh my God, I remember that crazy weird thing with the Buddha's mm. falling over? Or whatever, you know. Or, oh my gosh, remember that time when he went flying down the thing and you thought he was going to fall in the well and then he doesn't because he pulls himself out? Like oh, you know what I didn't point ones.
0: out? I, I didn't point this out because I was kind of hoping you'd notice it, but like whenever he's like... Like on the wheelchair thing and everything. If you look carefully, you can actually see the little hinge device like to pull him back up. Oh. <laughs> like you <laughs> kind of like like sometimes you can see the ramp on a stud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could you could actually see the little like thing. That's on the funny. Screen.
1: So yeah, and I think that oh, we, are, we I didn't we didn't talk about this at all, but I thought this was a great moment. We were watching it, we were watching it on Netflix, and um, there was a moment where our uh, streaming kind of got a little um Pixelated, and it was this moment where I went. I was like, "Look, it's like we're watching it on the VHS in the '80s," because the way that the way that it looked, it was totally like an old VHS. Case. Oh yeah, it, was it went a out. Great moment.
0: It, was, it was. It was actually how I probably experienced yeah. it the most often was that level of graininess. It was really you funny. You know, we did not. I, I got to. I, we got to go back before we before we wrap okay. this up and go cover a couple of pieces of ground. All right, we'll do it. One, the connection that this movie has with the Golden Child. Did you see uh-uh. the Golden Child? Uh-uh. I've I've actually never seen the Golden Child either, so maybe that'll be one of our one at one point, you know, another famous flop. Yeah. But um, you know, another comedy action movie that you know, like that flopped. You know, but it but it's like basically this movie was rushed to be finished uh-huh. when it was made because John Carpenter discovered the Golden Child. Another, he's like he's like basically for twenty years Hollywood doesn't make a movie about like. You know, like, crazy, you know, like, Asian mysticism and magic. And now there are two coming out at the same time. Yeah. And, in fact, I think Carpenter was even asked at, at one point to, if he wanted to direct that. When he, but he was already working on Big Trouble in whole China. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, so there is that connection. The other connection is that, um, is that um, what's his name, Victor Wong, who, uh, who played Egg, Egg Chin, uh, he was in the Golden Child as well. Oh, that's
1: funny. <laughs>
0: and I I forgot to mention him because he was like he's like one of the other great uh, Asian that guy actors. Yeah. And uh, a little bit of weird trivia about him is he actually had like a weird connection with the Beat Generation. Oh. Like he, like, he met a bunch of like he met like you know like a, like he he uh, you know like was an artist originally, and uh, he like he 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 actually studied under Mark Rothko and oh wow uh, he met. He he met and uh, became friends with uh, Lawrence Ferlinghetti, who was like one of the big big movers and shakers in the Beat scene, and uh, like I think he was friends with Kerouac or something like that. Um, and um, basically, that's that's it. He was like an artist, that's and, cool. um, and also the reason he has that strange eye yeah. thing is uh, a ch- uh, about with Bell's palsy in his youth. Ah. so that's the, for his very distinctive face, uh, the twisted the face, he has. Yeah, um, has that. So, um, but um,
1: that's interesting. Thank you for that that um, information.
0: Oh my God! And I just accidentally looked at a, looked up to see if there's anything else I needed to know on Wikipedia, and uh, apparently he was killed by 9/11, sort of. What? He had a stroke <gasps> uh, while watching the news about it.
1: Oh, that's terrifying.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's the most depressing thing. I'm glad I. I'm glad I found that out. Um, yeah, you know, but for yeah, but he was—he was basically. If you name an '80s movie that's set in like an Asian-related thing, he was probably—he was that. probably in it. You know, yeah. like, uh, Shanghai Surprise, Big Trouble in Little China, Golden Child, uh, Year of the Dragon. Yeah, you know, he was just like so. He's another one of those. Like he—he he and I bet he and James Hong probably acted together a ton of times. I'm Sure. Also, I love the fact that in this cast there is a James Hong, a Victor Wong, a Carter Wong, and a Peter Kwong. Yes. <laughs> in this cast, there's a lot of there's a lot of Ongs in this cast. The
1: Ongs have yes. it.
0: So, I am so ashamed of you. So, oh, and uh, and uh, also, just as a side note, um, Uncle Chew uh, looks kind of like an Asian Tom Bosley to me. So, I just I just wanted to get that out because it was an observation I didn't have a home for. Um, so, uh, I was about to ask you if this is worth watching again. <laughs> oh
1: my God, we're in a weird we're loop. in a loop
0: <laughs> we're in a Mobius strip. So, uh, this week we watched Big Trouble in Little China, directed by Oh, sorry. So I guess um if if for some reason after hearing this freaking like absolute mess this absolute like shambolic mess of a podcast if you still want to like contact (laughs) us maybe you want to ask us why the hell we released this instead of re-recording it or just giving up uh, you know and wondering like hey is this your last episode probably (laughs) hey
1: is the dog okay (laughs) yeah he's fine he's
0: sitting in her arms now he came crawling back to her Uh, but if you want to contact us uh, you know I, I don't know how you found us I would find us either you know by just searching iTunes or going to our website match made in space Dot com. Uh, if you want to give us a big, long letter of, uh, of information about us, you can go to matchmadeinspace at gmail.com uh, or you can follow our Twitter account uh, at MMISpodcast or, uh, you know, you can follow uh, uh, me. I'm at HitlerPuncher and, uh, and Allie is, of course. Um, at
1: yeah. Allie, A-L-I underscore... Goodman. Oh, G-O-O-D-N-G. so you're not you're
0: not gonna you're not gonna push your uh, your new uh, your new podcast uh, at Holden Caulfield Lover 69. Uh, uh.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> you guys do not want me to do an entire podcast. Yeah,
0: no one wants to do any podcasts.
1: <laughs> you do not want to hear me do a podcast about my. We already had. You, we already had. We already gave
0: you two minutes of hate on Holden Caulfield. Um, Wait, so. maybe
1: I should do what? What is it that the, those guys? What's the name of that one podcast that you listen to? The worst idea ever. Or worst the, idea of all time. Maybe I should read the book and then podcast. read the book once a
0: week and podcast it, and then read the book again and <laughs> podcast about it.
1: I would be so. De- I would probably. Why would kill you do myself. that to yourself? I would probably kill myself. <laughs>
0: I would kill you because I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't, I would be a mercy killing. Why would you do that to yourself? So anyway, if you didn't listen to this episode and managed to fast forward to the end and therefore didn't realize how much of a hot mess it was, please rate and review us on iTunes. If you did watch this episode, then uh, don't rate and review us until you've taken the Spotless Mind uh, treatment and forgotten about this episode. Or go listen to
1: some of the other ones which are better, like Cobra.
0: Cobra's much better because it's a better movie Yeah, I'm just kidding it's not as good a uh, movie but it's a better episode it's much better, better. Episode. This, is a, this is a garbage episode I, this
1: is shambles
0: I'm not even going to listen to this to edit it Shambhala so the sound quality is even worse than usual it's because I haven't Uh no it's The Road to Shambala.
1: we're on the road to Shambhala Oh
0: <laughs> Shambolic.
1: my this was
0: crazy I feel like now I, hands can't hear, my body. I can't, ever, Shambolic. I, can't
1: Shambolic. I can't hear that song without thinking of the show Lost ever again
0: but the, uh, the show mm-hmm. Erotica by Madonna? I just dropped our microphone. You know what we were trying to do and, and what you just... Was end? <laughs> yeah, I was Jesus trying to do was end. <laughs> <laughs> I've dropped the mic like four times. We're I- ending with a mic drop. <laughs> you know what? This is... This is... is yeah. This, this is, is
1: a match made in space. Signing off.
0: Adios, I guess.